Oh, it's saying port connection. Oh, okay. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Ranking Thrones. I am James Kelly. And I'm Evan Camacho. And uh, every week, Evan and I meet up to talk about the kings and queen who sat on the Iron Throne. Mm -hmm. And this episode is a little bit interesting. This episode, we are covering someone that plenty hardcore fans don't know about even. Hardcore book fans have never heard of. And plenty of people will completely... We already did Rhaenyra, who is a controversial choice. This one is definitely going to be like a lot of people saying I shouldn't do we shouldn't do this episode. Okay. This episode is about King Tristane Truefire. Huh. King Tristane Truefire, to justify the episode, our criteria for this podcast is is that you have to have sat on the Iron Throne and held a court in King's Landing. And and of all the people who in Westeros during this period of time in the middle of the Dance of the Dragons Tristane actually did sit on the Iron Throne and was called called himself King interesting so by that definition like as I was reading Fire and Blood I was like oh well by, by my own rules of the of, of the podcast we need to include him huh. so we're devoting an episode to this obscure, obscure character. So, sit back for an interesting episode. This isn't the Aegon the Second episode. This is an episode about King Tristane Truefire. <laughs> so, first off, though, Evan, just by that introduction, how long do you think Tristane's gonna last as king? Not long. Six months, maybe. Maybe a year. Nope. <laughs> So, uh, he lasts, oh, oh, let's get into it. So, um, about the sources, Fire and Blood is our main source. It's more detailed. He was mentioned in, uh, The World of Ice and Fire mm. also, and, uh, no Targaryen family tree or no listing of kings will ever list Tristane, but he did sit in the Iron Throne, as we're going to cover, so, and he held a court, and actually a pretty impressive court. Yeah. For the time he was in charge. And in charge is also a bit debatable, but let's get into it. Okay. So, oh, and lastly, is he mentioned in Game of Thrones? No. no. Like, as I said, not many book fans know who this person is. Mm. So, anyways. So, the life of Tristane Truefire. We are told absolutely little about Tristane, who would come to be briefly known as King Tristane Truefire. Okay. He was a bastard boy with pale blonde hair like the Targaryens. For this reason, although Tristane was nothing but a bastard squire to a lowly knight named Sir Perkin, Sir Perkin would proclaim that Tristane was the natural son of King Viserys I. Viserys was not as known as being like King Robert or Aegon the Unworthy, so this right. is probably not true. Okay. So, just like he was just a bastard with blonde hair. Mm. Tristane was first proclaimed king by Sir Perkin the Flea as law and order collapsed in King's Landing. Okay. This time would be known as the Moon of Three Kings, and more fittingly, the Moon of Madness. Where the city of King's Landing would be in a state of anarchy for a month, 
with oh, the no. city following three men, the shepherd, Tristane, and officially a four-year-old boy named called Gaiman Palehair. Hmm. And uh, for the record, the shepherd was the uh, fanatical follower of the faith who convinced a mob to kill the, the dragons. Oh, no. In the dragon pit. And for those who... Also, Gaiman Palehair was uh, a four-year-old boy who was a the son of a, a prostitute. Huh. And just like Tristane, he had blonde hair. And that's why he got the nickname, the name Pale Hair. Mm-hmm. And his mother proclaimed that he was the he was the bastard son of King Aegon the Second. <laughs> because Aegon, when we will cover Aegon, was not at all a faithful husband. I won't say it's not impossible, but it's also kind of like. Maybe not extremely likely. Who knows? Still there? Yeah, I'm still there. Interesting. Okay. All right. So, during the riots and looting in King's Landing, Sir Perkin would take advantage of his right as a knight to declare anyone a knight. No. Sir Perkin knighted hundreds of cutthroats and peasants who swore to serve King Tristane. Countering Sir Perkins' knighthood offers, the whores that had elevated Gaiman offered to let any men have their way with them for free if they swore to Gaiman's cause. After the shepherd led his rioters to slay the dragons, most would quickly abandon the shepherd as if awakening from drunken madness. Probably wise. Yeah. It's kind of like... I mean, it's a good metaphor that uh, Gildane, the, the author, in quotes, of uh, Fire and Blood says. is. It, it, I mean, it's kind of like it's basically just like woke up. It's like, what did we do last night? Right. Oh, my gosh. Uh, okay, moving along. Mm. And uh, the shepherd, his followers would dwindle as every day would go by in the moon of madness. When Queen Rhaenyra abandoned the city with Aegon the Younger, she left the commander of the city watch and a few other lords in the Red Keep. However, Tristane, really Sir Perkins' forces, stormed the Red Keep. Knowing that defeat was inevitable, the commander of the city watch surrendered the Red Keep on the hope that they the, that Tristane's forces would be merciful. Sir Perkin was not. Sir Perkin arranged for he would execute many in the in the city watch and several of the other great lords that were still in the city. Sir Perkin arranged for most of the queen's loyalists executed, though Mushroom was spared. Queen Alicent, Lord Corliss Valerian, and a castrated and blinded Sir Tylan Lannister, who had served as master of coin for Aegon the Usurper, were freed from the dungeons. So all of the the green loyalists were freed from the dungeons. Ah. And this is the important part and why Tristane is a little bit interesting. They all, all of these green loyalists served on Tristane's court. Ah. And here's the real interesting part. Someone who emerged seemingly from nowhere was Lord Glarus the Clubfoot, who had disappeared from the Red Keep as Rhaenyra took King's Landing. 
He swore loyalty to King Tristane and became his master of whispers. Huh. But as I said, many of the blacks that were still in, in the Red Keep were brutally executed. The most brutal of the executions would be Queen Rhaenyra's mistress of whispers, Lady Miseria. Lady Miseria was stripped naked and promised freedom if she could reach a gate while being whipped. Oh, God. She only made it halfway with little flesh on her back. Jesus. Tristane would be the only pretenders to, to the throne during the month of anarchy to sit on the Iron Throne. So that's why we're doing this episode, people. <laughs> Is he actually sat on the Iron Throne? Gaiman Palehair, in contrast, was nicknamed King Cunny because his, all his support and claim came from whorehouses. Ah. And the shepherd didn't officially call himself a king, but he was basically a king in reality. He was almost a proto-High Sparrow. Huh. Tristane had to contend with King Gaiman Palehair making various proclamations to the city. Maester Gildane called them outrageous. Such proclamations included that women were to be regarded as equals in the matter of inheritance, that a man was to be beaten for any physical violence on a wife regardless of any supposed cause, that any man who had lost an arm or leg in war would be henceforth taken care of and live comfortably with all expenses paid by the lord he fought for. Yeah, right. That in times of drought and starvation, the crowd would, the crown would provide free bread and beer. Oh, no. So, obviously, this is a bit of a values, like, a, like different values. Mm-hmm. Like, this is just total... Mi- Martin doing wonderful medieval values of saying those are all ridiculous. Those are all awful. Yes. <laughs> Although I, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. That would, that would never really hold up in any like medieval society. No. For long. Although we might cover a King who probably proposed reforms of that nature. I suspect. Hmm. He'll be a fun King. I'm very much looking forward to that King's episode. Hmm. Trying to combat these infamous, these negative populist appeals, King Tristane announced the end of Rhaenyra and Celtigar's infamous taxes that all debt, and also announced that all debts would be cancelled. Yeah, right. Yeah. Lastly, that all people were free to hunt rabbit, hare, and deer in the king's forest. So that's actually a nice thing. Not bad. During this time, Aegon II killed his sister Rhaenyra and waited for his return to the city. His ally, Lord Boris Baratheon, having spent most of the Dance of the Dragons in the south dealing with another vulture king in Dorne, turned to King's Landing. Essentially, the Dornish kind of tried to pull what later on uh, uh, Balon Greyjoy would would do with the north, of just taking advantage of of a civil war to take territory. Right. And Lord Boris tried to combat that. Sir Perkin was, when Lord Boris arrived at King's Landing with an army, Sir Perkin went with Queen Alicent and Lord Laris Clubfoot. The Clubfoot told Tristane that defeat was inevitable and convinced them to negotiate terms. Sir Perkin was offered a full pardon along with all of his allies, but no such offer was to be given to Tristane. Hmm. 
Tristane was taken by Lord Boris. Sir Perkin was made the command of the commander of the city watch and helped Lord Boris gather the other two so-called kings and restore order in the city. Tristane was brought before Aegon II. He'd, he was very brave until, he, but then he lost heart when he saw Sir Perkin with, the, with Aegon. Ah. Tristane asked to be knighted before he was executed, which was granted, and he was knighted Sir Tristane Fire. He supposedly had no claim to the name True Fire. Mm. Sir Tristane was executed with Aegon the Conqueror's blade, Blackfire. So ended the pretender who sat on the Iron Throne for a month. Oh. And that's the Tristane's life. <laughs> and uh, really interesting. I mean, it's just like th this whole period, like this is like, would make a, a couple great episodes for just like the chaos. Right. And like, it's a really interesting story, but let's go cover up the and do the main part of the, the show, which is the ranking part. Right. So, he ruled for one month. So, so that is the absolute lowest score, and I'm just going to say it now, it is the lowest score of anyone who sat on the Iron Throne. Yeah. That gives him a, a, a rounded up total of 0.1. Right. Now, the category of the king. My only note is this. During his moment as king, he tried to appeal to the people by canceling infamous taxes and offering to supplement the hunger of the people by offering them free access to hunt in the king's wood for rabbits, hare, and deer. Progressive? Yes. A complete and utter failure? Also yes. Remember, this is the king category, so we're not like going into how well he, he was able to, how much of the, of the mistakes and misrule. Right. I can only give him, though, like, three, just because, like, even that, like, that progressive measure was, like, naked populism, and it wasn't, like, the more populist of those right. proposed. It was more reasonable, and it was more actually technically feasible. Right. But even, like, the, the debt cancellation right. is not really good, because it's, like, the reason why Rhaenyra did those taxes is because the crown... Had no money. It was freaking broke. Um, you're breaking up a little bit. Oh, sorry. The Romans tried to do that. The Romans yeah. would try to cancel cancel debts, and, and it it would lead to anarchy. It was ridiculous. Yeah, totally. But yes, taxes suck. Taxes also need to be used to pay the empire. So, like, yes, they're they're a necessary evil. Like, no one likes them. No. But you need a government, and right. that government needs money. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll give him a three, three and a half. You know, actually talking about it more, I'm going to give him two and a half. No, like, like, I understand, like, but the, those aren't really even good calls. So, yeah, 5.5. Yeah. yeah. Believe it or not, not the lowest score. <laughs> no, not the lowest score. We've had <laughs> He is. He he scored lower than, but but he is second lowest for the king though. Yes. He's only ahead of Magor, so. Uh, how about that? Yeah. Next category: the warrior. I mean, 
so many p- common people flooded to support Tristane, but no lord recognized the boy. Mm. I mean, he, he had many commoners come to him. Right. I mean... But he I mean, gave up, like, his arm, his supposed, like, band, more like a mob. Yeah. Like, gave up the minute, like, a real army showed up. Yeah, I mean, I'll give him a one. It didn't work. I mean, I don't know if I should even give him points. I, I, I'll go one with you, yeah. It's like... That. I'll give him credit for that, but it was not an army. Yeah. So, wow, he's right there with Aenys with two. Yeah. Wow. So, probably the only category he'll score high in, and this isn't the good category to score high in, Madness and Misrule. So, four, and a, four and a half out of five. Really? Yeah. Well, okay, the entirety of his reign, King's Landing was in chaos. He had no control or sway over anyone or anything outside of the King's Landing. And Sir Perkin ordered numerous summary executions and ordered the brutal execution of Lady Miseria. So I can actually, like, no, that, that's false. Because, like, one, like, he isn't even, like, because we're, we're judging him as a king. Well, as a king, I mean, for him, the problem is he, he, he literally, he was useless. He just couldn't do anything. Yeah, and that, well, well, we, we faulted for that. We, we faulted that for, for Aenys, and we ultimately... We're forgiving more, but we were critical of that for Viserys. So, I mean, I would argue like it's more like like a, a seven because like yes, he inherited a city in chaos, but he just made it continued it. Right. So if he was. Ten, I'd, I'd give him. I'd give him if it's if it's a, a ten out of ten, which is the worst. I mean, I'm I'm gonna give him a nine. Just because nothing yeah. went right. Nothing went right except bloodshed. You know, I, I really should give him more like that. I, 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 I respect the fact that he his, maybe his intentions were not malicious. He yeah. Just the fact that he had absolutely no control over his own city. Yeah, th- that is why I'm very critical. Master. I'm going... You know what you, you you've talked me into it. I'm I'm being indecisive. We're both indecisive though at first. Uh out of ten, like I I'll go i I'll go nine, yeah. Yeah, I'll go nine. Yeah. It was bad. It was just bad. Yeah, you, you talked me into it. Yeah, he just like yeah, he wasn't doing any he was doing terrible. He couldn't do anything. He he did terribly because he couldn't do anything. But 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 I the the one thing that stops it from being ten for me is that like, that he was just obviously just this little little teenager. I was like propped was up. Way, this kid was way in over his head. Yeah, but I mean, so was Sir Perkin. Like they were both in over their heads. Yeah. And uh, next category is going to be easy. The portrait. There is no fan art. There is no depiction of him. So automatically zero. Fair enough. Uh, the fun category we like to ask: cinematic. As a part of a Dance of the Dragon series, yes. Yes, you could make an episode about how, how poorly this went. I think a couple episodes. Like, this would be, like, a good 
like a couple chunks of a season, just like just like the the state of chaos within the city. Right. That that being said, like individually, no, not really. I agree. I agree. Because like e- even then, like he's not the main character really of yeah, that story. Yeah. Like like the shepherds parts, uh, the like the 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 ambitious whores in uh, that elevated gaiman, and like the. Like they're really interesting too. So he's kind of like a supporting character in this. Mm-hmm. But last category, and uh, I think we already know what we're gonna say. But oh, but first, uh, score total. So hold on a sec. I'm getting the calculator out. This did not go well for the poor guy. Nope. We do feel. I guess like we both like we we feel sorry for him because he's not like. We feel sorry for this kid. Yeah. Really was brought in way over his head, but for God's sakes, this was bad. Yeah, well, it was a whole bad time. Yeah. He got knighted. Uh, Yeah. Perhaps. perhaps. Okay, well, actually, one fun thing, though, just like thinking about it, he's the only man who who ever sat on the Iron Throne who was executed. Yes, interesting. That is an interesting little thing. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, like executed that way. I mean, like Rhaenyra wasn't executed that way, and neither was was like uh, the Mad King. Well, what's the numbers? What's the numbers we say for the guy? Twenty five point six. That the lowest. That is officially the lowest. I am not surprised at all. Yes. Yeah. So, yep, this poor kid. Yep, twenty five point six, the lowest score on this oh. show so far. It was pretty bad. Like he has now o- overtaken Amy's as the lowest score in the show. Mm-hmm. But the last category, ultimately, dragon or dud? Is he someone special or is he just a footnote? This should come to no surprise to anyone, but it's a dud. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, no, good. He's a footnote at best. He's a footnote at best, but because he met the criterion that I knew that we. I felt we should do this episode. And right. honestly, this has just been a kind of like a fun, almost bonus episode to do. Mm-hmm. But I like doing this. This is fun. Yeah, it's a funny one. It's a funny one, almost. Yeah, yeah, kind of like dark sense. Yeah. <laughs> so. Humorous. Yeah. So, a lot of you are saying that we've just wasted your time somewhat. But I say no. This is a fun little short podcast. Shorter right. podcast. And next week, though, we are going to cover the the next true king. Although even he, his claim is would be re- widely disputed. We are finally going to cover Aegon the Second. Yay! Okay, so tune in next time to hear the 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 dance of the dragons from the the Greens' perspective. See you then. See you.